0: ready to talk about what is happening in these episodes and what's probably going to happen for the 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 final four that we have mm-hmm. and welcome everybody to episode 30 of is this a jojo's reference
1: you sound like you just watched some episodes of jojo's
0: i certainly did five yes. of them in fact five of them and i honestly i just feel like um my heart has been ripped out of my body Mm -hmm. and just like rearranged and put back yep i am feeling a lot of things about part five right now that'll do it and you know what it i still think it's like the best part so far yeah I really like something about, like, the kind of almost true crime adjacent mafia drama we've got going on, plus, like, fantasy stand powers. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's just my shit. It's very good. Plus a main character that's, like, not a Jojo. <laughs> also, also very my shit. No, it's okay. Jorno's. Giorno is like if we had Josuke mm-hmm. as a main character for a second season, but not as like much of a teen.
1: Yeah, he doesn't have a ton going on.
0: He doesn't, but it but it's okay. Yeah. Because we have our good good boy Bruno. Yes. Who Ha I forgot his life ended.
2: <laughs> <laughs> His Um, life is not
1: technically over. He is just corpse-like. Literally
0: too angry to die. I cannot- I'm still mad that, like, that's his entire- that's why he's alive, technically.
1: I, I don't think it's specifically he's too angry to die. I think it's more just he's too determined to not
2: die.
0: Yeah, well, I'm determined to not die, but that shit's not going to happen to me when I pass. I'm not going to cling to my corpse. Because I have unfinished fucking business. I would haunt people like a normal ghost.
1: Yeah, but you're not Bruno Bucciarati.
0: Yeah, I wish I was. I really do. I know. so cool. (laughs) I know.
1: You say it every day.
0: I say it every single day. And you must be sick of me at this point. No, no. Well, that's good to hear. <laughs> anyway, episode 31, Green Day and Oasis, part two. Did we go over the um the little fact that, like, Oasis wrote Wonderwall? Did I say that last episode?
1: I don't remember. I remember you were very upset when you learned it.
0: Yeah. Because it's fucking bullshit. That's what it is. <laughs> anyway, everybody's in danger. Mm-hmm everybody is in danger.
1: <laughs> yes. So, we pick up with the continuation of our fight. Uh
0: Yeah, it is not much of a continuation.
1: Well, it's a no, it's a direct continuation. Excuse? Like we, no, we no, pick up No, no, no. R-
0: it happens for like 2 mi- Oh, well,
1: we pick well. up right after uh like it is Bruno versus uh Sacco and Mista and Giorno versus uh
0: Chocolata.
1: Chocolata. We yeah. follow this episode follows primarily Chocolata and that fight.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: Yeah, that's why I said it's not much of a continuation, because we really do leave off with Butcherati. Well, like in like,
1: time it's a continuation.
0: Take... Yeah.
1: So I'm right. Okay. <laughs> Um but yeah, so Mista like the plane has been rooted in place by Jorno's tree bullets. Mm-hmm. Um and Mista go like they go to go in, but Mista's just like, Hey, you remember I my stand is gun, right? I'm just gonna shoot in there. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out that was a bad idea. Um they can't, like The pistols are riding the bullets around in the helicopter and they can't find Chocolata. He did mm-hmm. not leave the helicopter. He's still in there, but they can't find him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and eventually he starts taking out all of the sex pistols. And one of them yeah. gives a line at one point that I really love of each stand should only have one ability. Yeah. <laughs> Lamau. <laughs>
2: I love the pistols.
1: <laughs> literally every fucking like see literally every character this like this story arc like you've got Jorno, you've got the boss. Yeah. Um but yeah, he got eventually Chocolata gets all of the pistols except for one. Um
0: Number five. Number five,
1: be... not number one. Yeah. And so now Mista is taken out of the fight, and he is holding all of the pistols hostage, so Mista can't be healed.
0: Mm hmm. How does that work? Like, can't. Can't Jorno just heal him? And, like, the pistols will also be there? Or, like, will he keep getting hurt because his stand is getting hurt?
1: So I'm guessing you need to, like, I don't know. I guess since they are technically a piece of your spirit, you... Like, yeah, since they are technically a piece of your spirit, I guess that's Mm. just how that works. Like, you don't have that with you, so... Sucks to be you, I guess.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean... I I get it, but I feel like that just hasn't been the case. Either that or it's not Oh yeah, not it's come never been
1: established yet. before. Yeah. The the idea of like holding a stand hostage. Right. To begin with. Um Yeah.
0: But yeah, so I now mean, it
1: is up to mm, Just Jarno to deal with We get
0: another quote unquote solo Giorno episode which is really funny that it's his like second or third one this whole yeah. this whole part <laughs> he
1: he tries to like he gets into the helicopter and turns out Chocolata using his medical expertise knows yeah, how Giorno
0: is surprised that Chocolata is a doctor <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, well I don't think they would have known that actually, right?
0: Yeah, they wouldn't have, but like Yeah, he's a doctor. Yeah. Jorno <laughs> was so like taken aback.
1: Um but yeah, he has cut his body into several different pieces, like cut off all the limbs.
2: Yeah. He's just kind of um, got
1: his spinal cord hanging out.
0: Hi, uh, history master's student here again. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that this man did human experimentation in order to find out yeah. that people can live with certain body parts mm-hmm. chopped off of them,
1: yep. Not this cool. man is
0: based off of one person in history. <laughs> one person and one person only. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> I, I really cannot express.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, it's bad.
0: It's bad. It's bad. I mean,
1: at least they make him into, like, the world's yeah, biggest piece of shit.
0: They literally make him a deplorable person. Like, there's
1: literally no redeeming him.
0: In no uncertain terms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that. <laughs> the inspiration is just not subtle, is what I'm saying.
1: Yes. Agreed.
0: Anyway. I hate that we talked about the logistics of him getting the virus of his stand last episode, because mm-hmm. I, it, it comes into play here, and he is just immune to it for whatever reason. Yeah. <sighs> Where's the fun? Where's the flavor?
1: Who knows? Not here.
0: Not, not anywhere around Chocolata <laughs> or Seco. I hate Seco too.
1: Yeah, they're both terrible. <sighs> Um, but, so now, but he can use, Chocolata can use the virus to control his different body parts. So he's able Mm -hmm. to, like, beat the crap out of Giorno. And, like, it seems like his body parts are very strong, because Giorno is having, like, a hard time dealing with that. Yeah, they seem...
0: They seem it seems like the virus has like strengthened him but it it like nerfs everybody else
1: or it's like giving his human his shitty human body stand strength
0: Yeah that yeah or like i don't know maybe like we don't ever see green day aside from it being like a a presence in um like i want to say like Exposition shots But it's just mm-hmm. like When he's monologuing About Green Day And his power Yeah Or I think Secco Is at one point And Green Day Is there Um I don't know Like I feel like It's not explained ever But I Maybe Green Day Can like Embody the parts To give them Stand power Kind of like Bucciarati using Sticky Fingers arms mm-hmm. Um In place of his own Yeah I can only imagine That's the case
1: Yeah I could see that But what
0: do I know? I'm, I don't know. I'm just trying to analyze this media critically. Yeah. I love.
1: <laughs> I'm just here for hot anime boys.
0: Well, I'm also here for hot anime boys. I'm and aware. Chocolata? Not one of them. Yeah.
1: Well, not no. personality. Jester looking ass.
0: Okay, jester that's looking also ass. Yeah, no. Incorrect. Yeah. Joker looking Jester ass. Yeah,
2: okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right, I'll concede that one. <laughs> so they keep fighting for a little bit. Um, he Chocolata's goal is to push Giorno out of the plane so that he falls and gets killed by Green Day. Mm-hmm. Giorno is given a bullet by five.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, before he goes up to the helicopter. Yes. M- um, uh, Mista gives Five his last bullet, and um, then Five uses it to help Jorno yes. by shooting it through his hand Which, into the helicopter.
1: Yeah, he uses this bullet for so many shenanigans.
0: He really does.
1: Like he's like transforming this thing this way, like, that way. He, like
0: he has one bullet. Of ammo, and he really does make it count, he like stretches it almost too thin, yes <laughs> <laughs> but but like somehow it does work
1: yes it does manage to work, he's fighting like he he gets Secco in the head at one point, um, and secco like you know it seems like they've won Jorno. Goes, heals Mista, but then he's like, hold on, I'll think this bitch is dead.
0: So I don't think Giorno had healed Mista at this point. Chocolata had, like, released the mold to make, to, like, make it more convincing that he was, quote-unquote, dead. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but he and Giorno are both, like, buying time for themselves, because Giorno starts talking about, like, if you, if you move now and, like, give up, we'll spare you, essentially. Yes. And then, um, Chocolata is making sure that one of his arms, which is, like, out of view of Giorno, Mm -hmm. um, or out of eyesight for Giorno, is making its way over to Mista so that he can, like, rip his neck open. Yeah. Um, Mista's still, like, knocked out at this point, I think.
1: Yes, Mista is still, like, unconscious healing.
0: Oh, okay. Makes sense.
1: Um, but yeah, um, he he tries that, and then we get our next little uh, JoJo's ref. Well, I guess it's not really a JoJo's reference, but we get a very fun moment. Yeah, we get the seven-page muda.
0: The seven. He deserves it. Yes. He he so deserves it. <laughs> we get we get some re. Yep. We get some Muda.
1: Like, this is just a punch rush that just goes on and on. It's really
0: seven pages in the manga? Yes. Good. Good. Yes. Um, and Chocolata is dropped from the roof of this building into a garbage truck. <laughs> the only Did it-
1: like, The only appropriate way end this piece of
0: shit oh um i don't know if it it got across in your sub mm-hmm. but um at one point when when chocolata after giorno like sends the the second piece of the bullet or something and it becomes a beetle to like wreak havoc in chocolata's brain yeah um chocolata says that Jorno lied to him Mm-hmm. And Jorno says, "Did you really think such a favorable outcome awaited scum like you?" Yes. <laughs> yes. <sighs> um, and then he falls into a garbage truck that says, "Burnable waste pickup Monday, Wednesday, Friday." <laughs> Hell yeah! I don't know if it, I don't know if um, Crunchyroll translated that bit for you, but my my episodes have it translated. It's so good. So good. Um. And Mista's okay. Mm-hmm. Turns out Chocolata was on the phone during the battle with Seco at two different points.
1: Yes. Yes, um, he was talking to him. Just kind of, or yeah, he, he had called him and basically Secco knows about the Coliseum through Chocolata because he overheard Giorno and Mista talking about it.
0: Mm Hmm. Well that's in the the second Voicemail Yes The first voicemail is saying that Is Chocolata saying that he has the upper hand And also that he loves Sekko Which is like Nasty
1: If if it weren't for these two being the worst This would actually be like a pretty Good moment
0: Oh yeah but they're The worst Yes (laughs) Um and let's see, Bucciarati is leading Secco away from the Coliseum because he realizes he is outclassed mm-hmm. um, in speed and strength and it's kind of all he can do until Giorno and Mista um, take care of Chocolata. Yes. Um, I really wanted to make Secco in front of the heart background, our podcast image this week, but I think I've on my second watch through I found something a little bit better.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) Only because I've been talking about this damn turtle for so long.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Then, so now Seko knows about uh, that well he suspects something has gone wrong Um, and then I like how it ends with (laughs) we cut back to Bruno who is just like Finally, I lost Sekko only to be immediately be proven wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, Seko is like right under him. Yes. Um, and Butcherati realizes that the the real threat was not Chocolata. No. But I'll, I I also have a question about hmm. and I don't know if it's ever addressed in in the anime or the manga, but. Does Chocolata's mold affect him? Uh,
1: like, negatively?
0: Yeah, because if not, isn't Seko also, like, undead? I guess. Okay.
1: I I don't, I mean, I guess it doesn't affect him, clearly, because... Yeah, like,
0: I, I was really wondering that about, like, from the beginning, honestly. Like, when I... I, I try to, like, watch these episodes twice, especially in this part, so that I can, like, take notes and then and then get a coherent, like, plot. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, it just... It's just never addressed the fact that Seko, like, is freaking out about the fact that the virus or the mold affects Bucciarati, but it doesn't... Like, he doesn't seem to realize that, like, it doesn't affect him either.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know. It's... I, I'm going to assume that the mold doesn't affect him, but again, I, mean, I don't know, 100%. It could be
0: that in, like, some experiment, like, Chocolata gave him immunity or something, or, like, that's how he found out how to get the immunity is by experimenting on Seko. I don't, I don't know.
1: Yeah, who knows?
0: But, like, I mean, that would have to be it, right? Because yeah. Because if he were undead, then stuff that happens later on in in episode 32 wouldn't, wouldn't affect Seko the way it does yeah anyway I'm mad that these fuckers get three parts to their bullshit it's
1: more time to kill them
0: yes but like the killing only lasts so long (laughs) and the torture does not match for these two
1: I don't know that that seven page murder is pretty fucking good,
0: yeah, it's like good, but uh, at least he's he got punished, yeah, <laughs> his inspiration did not <sighs> like at all, <laughs> and we're done with him. I can stop talking about history, um <laughs> <laughs> let's see, so. The Seko and Bucciarati battle
1: mm-hmm.
0: upsets me.
1: Yeah. It's... It's...
0: I don't claim to know how Secco's stand works at all. Yeah. But, like... How the fuck... How the fuck does anything justify that?
1: What the just how it all works?
0: Yeah, yeah, like how it all works. <laughs> like how is it so goddamn strong? I mean, I get like the whole reverb thing, like the the rebound thing. Hey, you know
1: what they say about part five? Oasis just, just works. works.
0: <laughs> no, that's not what they say about part five. That's what they say about King Crimson. Okay.
1: <laughs> no, like this- King Crimson stand. King, King Crimson is a different stand. This is Oasis. But yeah, no, it's it's some bullshit.
0: Yeah. Just some like,
1: weird like I guess he can just turn like thirty feet worth of ground into liquid.
0: Yeah, but like there is no there's nothing balancing that out, it seems. What do you mean? Like, he is still insanely powerful at that range.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess, technically, it's the fact that, like, I don't know, I guess the stand itself isn't really powerful at all.
0: Yeah, it's just him being a freak of nature.
1: Like, so I can see... Or a product of
0: experimentation.
1: Because, yeah, like, I mean, clearly, especially based on this episode, nobody is, like, harmed by being in the, like, being underwater or yeah. underground whatever the fuck you want to call it
0: Yeah, that's some bullshit.
1: But yeah, like I, he it, it's it's weird how his stand works.
0: I'm really going to make the decision right now in my own brain to just kind of take a step back mm-hmm. and get through this episode. This was yeah. I think this was like the One of the episodes that I like the least out of this whole part. Really? Yeah. Like, just something about it does not, like, kind of strikes, like, a nerve.
1: That we're just staring at, like, brown a lot of the time?
0: I mean, yeah, we're staring at brown a lot of the time. But also, like, this bothers me in a way that, like, the Babyface episode didn't. And the Babyface episode was, like that is all full of no for me.
1: Wow, that is
0: But like they're two they're two separate distinct dislikes. Mhm. I I honestly I don't know how to That's fair. I don't know how to express it. It just didn't this one didn't seem as strong as as everything else. Yeah. This this section.
1: But yeah. Oh, also a big thing we forgot to mention last episode. We got our oh. glimpse of our hacker friend, also known oh, yeah. as Jean Pierre
0: Paul I lost my damn mind I when we I saw knew him. I knew you would. I'm so glad he's back. I missed him. Yeah. I really did miss him.
1: Came back for a whole two and a half episodes. Shh. 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 shh, shh.
0: I it's guess okay. he's still
1: technically around.
0: Yeah, he's still technically around, and Coco Jambu is doing just great. I hope so. Body wise. Yeah. Um. um but so... yeah,
1: they they're they're fighting. Uh, Seko is now just entirely trying to get to the Colosseum. He's no longer caring about Bucciarati. Yeah.
0: Um. Because he gets the second message from. Chocolata at the beginning of this episode mm-hmm. and he realizes that Chocolata was weak enough to lose to Mista and Giorno.
1: Yes, so now
2: he hates him. And,
0: yeah. Like, Seko is completely unhinged at this point.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I honestly, I kind of hope that he wouldn't be able to do, like, shit because of grief.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But this is JoJo's and, like, there's gotta be a villain... In an episode, so he gets over it really quick and loses his damn mind.
1: <laughs> oh, he never found it in the first place, but yeah. he is Chocolata even more unhinged.
0: Um, yeah, so he, Bujarati tries to, uh like, hit him in any sort of way. He, like, mm-hmm. tries to zipper a pole yeah. down, like, down his neck. That doesn't work. It, like, almost gets reversed on him. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I hate him, I did, there was one really good piece of dialogue from Seko to Bucciarati that was just, you're kind of a pain, but you knew that, didn't you? (laughs) And like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's so good. Um, so he decides that it is time to go to the, the Coliseum. He keeps seeing that Polnareff's binoculars are glinting from the Colosseum mm-hmm. and can like pinpoint exactly where he is. Yeah. Which, for someone with as much battle experience as Polnareff, I find a little hard to believe. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> there's like no light around him. It's nighttime. I mean, there I guess,
1: are street lights, and but yeah, I it's,
0: guess it's a stretch. Yeah, it's a stretch. <sighs>
1: Um, so yeah, they start racing. Bucciarati is running through the ground using sticky fingers. It's cool. It is cool. Um, but yeah, he knows that, well, he mentions that, like, sound travels better underground or whatever, or through, like, liquid or whatever, but...
0: reverberates better through yeah, liquid. Which becomes important
1: solid. for later, but he he mm-hmm. uses that to know like that Secco is faster than him and is catching up. So he starts using like he cuts a pipe to use the water to distract Secco. Mm. They keep running, running and then eventually Secco is just like oh, I'm just going to eat some dirt.
0: Yeah, he's just like right outside the Coliseum, pretty like much just... like in a plaza across the street. Butcherati is like holding his breath underground.
1: Yeah, he's not moving to, because Secco can't pinpoint where he is without sound.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so um, he's just and like. He's
0: still somehow within secco's range. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Secco just eats dirt, he eats the mud,
1: shovels it in. Like, just hand, double fist in it. Just. But it's because it's he can one. turn. Yes. Okay. Literally. Um, no further questions. <laughs> but yeah, it's just so that he can spit the dirt back out and turn it into dirt spears. Because like when.
0: A damn mud fountain.
1: When the spears. Like, leave his. Body, they are no longer affected by his stand, so they solidify into javelins, apparently. And Butcharati just starts getting shot up. He just starts getting impaled with a bunch of little dirt spears.
0: Yeah, I think this is the part where my brain just kind of checked out and was like, nah, that's too many like powerful things that this stand. stand can should somehow only have do.
1: one ability.
0: No, I'm not saying they should only have one. I'm just saying Seko I'm has, saying... like, four or five at this point. <laughs> like, he can, he can turn the ground to mud mm-hmm. within an ra- absurd range. He can track people within that mud. He can move objects through that mud like it's nothing. And now he has mud spears. Yes. That's too much. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's got a lot of power, but I mean that's so, why he's like the last resort of the boss.
0: I mean, yeah. Um, but, but yeah. But like, the boss apparently has some really dumb enemies because he can dispatch them pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> if he never has to call on Seco and Chocolata, and they're just kind of out there doing medical pra- malpractice and their own thing.
1: I mean, to be fair, like, most people are probably afraid of dealing with the boss.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying that that's, like, not a thing.
1: But yeah, they... We we get the official reveal that this is Polnareff. Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of going through, like, he's got profiles on everybody. Mm-hmm. Um... We get we cut back to the fight, They're
0: yeah, he says that if if the the stand band can't make it to the Coliseum, he has to destroy the arrow. yes, he can't he let it fall literally... into the
1: boss's hands,
0: right. He is literally counting on Bucciarati alone to make it to the coliseum, yes, and like me too <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. So, Bucciarati and Secco keep fighting. Bucciarati's doing a bunch of smart shit. Like, he cuts down, like, a street light, tries mm-hmm. to use that as a weapon. Um, but then Bucciarati's skin starts to, like, melt a little bit, and Secco basically says, like, yeah, I'm probably starting to turn you into, like, somewhat of a liquid because of how, like, you know, that might happen as I get closer with my stand. Yeah. It's like, wow, okay. And
0: like, that's number five. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, no, I think, I mean, I'm not going to say it's, like, justified, I think, in this situation. Because it, I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm. It just
0: seems like a lot. But I, I kind of chalked it up to the fact that, like, maybe some dirt got caught in, the, caught in his skin. And, yeah. like, that is what is turning to mud
2: mm hmm eh. eh, who knows? Eh.
1: Um, so but yeah, he Seko eventually catches up with Bucciarati sinks there's like a whole bunch of like a huge area, and he sinks like a car in beneath: yeah, him. he
0: starts sinking like everything yeah. into the ground
1: and as secco goes in for like the final attack bucciarati uses sticky fingers to blow open one of the car's tires and because as we mentioned earlier sound reverberates better where they are it blows out both both of their eardrums yes so now both at- of them are deaf like completely
0: at this point I got really concerned because like Bucciarati is still this this part's main character. <laughs> H- like how how was he going to fully heal himself in order to help Polnareff or for Polnareff to help him?
1: Technically he is not the main character. <sighs>
0: I know it's called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but, like, we know it's not this part.
1: In our hearts, it's not. Legally, it belongs to Giorno.
0: Did he sign a contract? That's illegal. Was there a lawyer present? I don't think so.
1: It's not illegal to sign contracts.
0: It is if you're a minor without a, uh, without a lawyer present. And it's not illegal to sign them, but they're not legally binding.
1: He's a gang star. He can do whatever he wants. Ugh, fine. He'll legally sign those contracts all day.
0: Anyway, I'm, I'm real worried for my boy here. <laughs> from my funky little Italian man.
1: Yeah, he's, he's not doing so hot at this point.
0: He really is not. He's like falling apart at the seams.
1: <laughs> Literally. Um, but you know who else is having a real bad time?
0: Seko is...
1: Absolutely. God. He does not... He refuses to believe that he has been like deafened by this blast. (laughs) So he's like, I still know where you are, Bucciarati. He kicks out to the surface and his leg is just crushed by a car.
0: Yep. He is astounded that he mistook a car for Bucciarati. And he like almost gets run over another couple of times mm-hmm. before he he like comes up onto the sidewalk. Yes. Buterradi like unzips the sidewalk in front of him and like leans out <laughs> <laughs> and then starts getting up walking towards Secco. And Secco's like, "You're going to try to destroy my eardrums."
1: <laughs> I'm on to you. I know your plan.
0: Um and then like Sekko keeps saying things and then Bucciarati just goes stop talking this isn't even a conversation (laughs) wait did your sub not give you that little gift?
2: it
1: did not
0: oh (laughs) it was nice (laughs) it was so good I lost my mind oh my god because like it's 2001 Italy that's not slang that they use there but it's it's perfect.
1: <laughs> it's very good.
0: Um, and suddenly, mm-hmm. Doppio. Yep.
1: Surprise Doppio. <laughs> I love him.
0: I, what a boy.
1: Um, yeah, he's just hanging out, waiting for a bus before he gets uh, captured by Secco <laughs> And is used as a hostage. Yes. Um yeah, Sekko's just like you're not gonna let me kill this kid, right? You're gonna let me walk away from this.
0: Yeah, like you wouldn't if you do anything right now, I'm gonna kill this child. Yeah. <laughs> um and Turns out Butarati said, Fuck them kids. Yes.
1: <laughs> just punches straight through the kid. Oh, not Rit, like he sticky I think fingers. He the sticky kid. fingers yeah. to
0: like the, Yeah.
1: Dapio's fine. Um, but yeah, Secco gets taken out. He gets put in the trash. The Fertible same, waste! The same trash as uh, Chocolata, I Go to hell! They are. Um, but yeah, and then this episode ends with B- Bucciarati is, like, falling down. He is mm-hmm. deafened, blind. Like, his body is beginning to...
0: His body's, like, giving up. Yeah,
1: his body is giving up at this point. Right in front of Doppio, who is like, oh, I could just kill him right now. Yeah. And that's the cliffhanger for episode 33. His name is Diavolo.
0: If we had ended... If we were doing this podcast in, like, chunks of two mm-hmm. or something, which, honestly, I think might be a better listening experience, but, like... It would take us 17 years to get through JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I think I would have lost my mind again. Like my mind would be gone out of my brain, out of my skull. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> um.
1: Yeah. So we we come back into the episode. The boss, or I guess Doppio, is like. Oh, well, Bucciarati doesn't know who I am. And if mm-hmm. I help him, he might lead me closer to where he's trying to go. So I should probably follow him. Yeah. And um, so he's like trying to help him being like, hey, buddy, do you need help? But Bucciarati can neither see nor hear because he mm-hmm. trips over like a little guardrail and he can't hear Dapio's initial, like, you know, uh, him asking for help. But, um, Bucciarati can kind of see, because he is ascending, and he can now see, like, life essence.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He's, like, actually dying.
1: Yes. He's, like, actually dying. Yes. He can't see cars or, like, anything physical, like, but he can see, like, souls. So he can see, like, the people, the people's souls in the cars. But he's been dead
0: this whole time. What? How, how is he dying again if he already died? He
1: was, like, his body... I didn't
0: catch this on my first watch, and it's making me, like... Mad <laughs> mm-hmm. that like that the like I realize now that like it was literally his soul ascending to the astral plane, yes, and I just missed it like twice now,
1: <laughs> like Butcherati still has his soul in a way, but like. I mean, whatever reason you want to come up with, like, he made a deal with something, or, like, it is just literally too angry to die, but, like, yeah, Jorno was not able to completely heal him, but he was able to, for some reason, like, live on a little longer.
0: Yeah. (sighs) But, yeah,
1: now it's, that time is coming to an end.
0: Um, Is it only because he took all that damage? Like, is it... He took a lot of fucking damage. Is it dependent on, like, what condition his body is in? Like, if his body was in pristine condition, would he have been able to, like, essentially be immortal? What do you mean? Like, if nothing hurt him, or he just kept getting, like, little paper cuts, like wouldn't his body deteriorate a lot slower and his timeline essentially be a lot longer?
1: Um, no, I would not. I don't believe that Bucciarati would live too much longer than this point. Okay. Like, I just kind of... A, or maybe, like, only part of his spirit went back in his body, and that's why he's mm-hmm. dying, and, like, Giorno can't fix him. It, it, yeah. It's impossible it might to be... say.
0: It might be that it's just, like, sticky fingers held on to, like, a little piece of soul and, like, that's what's propelling him forward. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah. But, like... It's impossible to say.
0: I don't know. That, like, the whole mechanics of, like, that Mm -hmm. also don't sit well with me. I feel like it needs more, like, that needs to be fleshed out a little bit more in my mind.
1: I mean, I think it's fine, like,
0: it's fine if you like don't look at it like I do
1: So I This is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure I don't look at anything too critically Because Araki did not look at this too critically He was like oh that, sh- oh that shit sounds cool I'm gonna do that Yeah but like Hey do you want to know This weird fact that I learned on Wikipedia Here let me make a standability Out of it
0: literally that's what the mold was
1: <laughs> but like a quarter of all the stands in jojo's have been
0: i know um
1: but yeah, uh Dapio is helping buchirati across the street helps him over to the coliseum side where he sees mista trish and giorno kind of a ways he like ducks panics really trying to blow his cover here. Yeah. Um and <laughs> is like no, we can't go over there just yet. And we think for a second Bucciarati is about to realize who Doppio is, but he just sees Trish because you know the boss and Trish are family.
0: they have the same like same and the same scent and shape of their soul,
1: yes, so he mistakes trish or he mistakes yeah Trish for the boss or whatever you want to say, yeah, dopio for yeah yeah, yeah
0: yeah, 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 he thinks he thinks Trish is there,
1: yes, so using that um, he,
0: but this is after mm-hmm. dopio's phone really starts ringing, oh
2: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> man, it goes on for. Like, just a little bit too long.
1: <laughs> yeah, just like, the right amount of too long.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It becomes a real, like, inconvenience very quickly. Um, Because that is, like, the tell that Bucciarati is like, what? Yes. The hell? Yeah. And then he sees Trish.
1: Yes. Uh, Doppio I manages... Also... Oh, yep. Go ahead.
0: I also... Oh, yeah. Yeah, Doppio manages to convince him to take... Them both into the Colosseum. Mm-hmm. I do not understand how less than like 50 feet away, Mista, Trish, and Jorno with Narancia in Coco Jambu do not see or hear this happening. Like,
1: I mean, Narancha's probably not in.
0: Okay, yeah, scout mode. I don't like 20 feet. Like, that can't be dependent on on scout mode. Doppio was not quiet.
1: Mista probably was distracted because he f- saw the number four on something. And then I don't know about the other two. I mean, Trish does say, like, I, f- I feel that yeah, like, she, same Yeah, she,
2: like, feeling.
0: comes out of the turtle and is like, I feel it.
1: Yeah, like, I feel still- the presence of my father.
0: Yeah, wouldn't she still, like, feel that even if it's, like, her soul that he's projecting?
1: I don't think because, he's projecting because, like, a different soul. I think Bucciarati is just mistaking
0: the uh, oh, boss yeah, for Trish. <laughs> um, yeah, he really does kind of see what he wants to in in that. Yeah. Um, Because as he is leaning on dopio trish the mm-hmm. boss the pink haired person yes. uh walking into the coliseum he starts talking about how he has this like house in the suburb of naples and he's like all right when we're when this is over you go start a new life there mm-hmm. it's in it's in a good district all this stuff yes um I think he, like, he says that life has treated you so cruelly.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, I want to give you the chance to start anew.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. At which point, uh, the boss kind of says to Dapio, like, don't turn away. We're being watched because he can see (laughs) Polnareff through the reflection in Bucciarati's eye. Yes. So he's kind of like, wait, uh, and Polnareff is like, okay, Bucciarati, I recognize you. Who are you with? I don't mm-hmm. recognize them. But Bucciarati is like, you wouldn't recognize her. This is Trish. This is the boss's daughter. We're like, we're helping her.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So he's like, that's a, that's a dude.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: But, yeah, Dapio just plays it off as, like, what, do you have a problem with me having a girl's name? Or me being a girl or whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's being a girl.
1: Yeah. Polnareff doesn't want to get canceled, so he's just like, (laughs) okay.
0: Polnareff is not worried about being canceled. (laughs) Because he says, all right, if you're the boss's daughter, like, does she have a stand? Mm Mm-hmm. And Butcherati's like, yeah, of course she does. <laughs> so Polnareff, unafraid of being canceled, says, bring out your stand as delicately as, delicately as you would if you were lifting your skirt. <laughs> Sir, you're almost 40. <laughs> yeah. I thought, like. Still
1: just as successful with women.
0: She's 15. She is 15 years old. I thought the thing about, like, I'm going to give you a good life when this is all over was a little creepy, mm-hmm. but, like, Polnareff just really blew that out of the water. I, f- I forgot to think about that until now.
1: <laughs> well, is that really and he creepy, doesn't... The, the Bucciarati one? Because I feel like that's more like a, hey...
0: That's more like a I'm your dad now thing.
1: No, that's more... I feel like that's more like a take my fucking house when I die. Like... Like I want you to have my house. Oh yeah,
0: he's dying. Yes.
1: Like he he's <laughs> assuming that he like
2: I, I he refuse can feel his to body believe dying. that he's gonna die.
1: <laughs> like yeah, he, he can feel his body dying, so he's like, Trish, I want you to have my house. Yeah, not this isn't like a yeah, I want you to move in with me and wear cute maid outfits. Or something. No, like like
0: no, 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 that's no, no! I never assumed would do. that like.
1: That's what Polnareff would do.
0: Yes, because Polnareff is a pervert. But like, that's not that is not the 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 thing I was going for the like moving with me and wear made outfits thing. It was more like a when this is over I will protect you. Yeah. Thing which is like good-hearted. Mm-hmm. Forgot that he was dying.
1: <laughs> um, Fuck. And speaking of Polnareff. We should mention that Polnareff is in a wheelchair with yes. both his legs missing, a scar on his eye, and one hand, one arm missing? Like, one forearm, I guess? Was that also?
0: No, he has both his arms. He has
1: both his arms? Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Oh, wait, no!
0: Wait, hmm. wait. I don't know. He's missing some limbs.
1: Yes. He He is missing at least both his legs, and has like a big scar over his eye because as we see in a background story he was tracking down the arrows with Jotaro after uh the end of part three and he basically he and Jotaro split up to search different continents he wound up in Europe and it ultimately led him to Italy Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: finding the boss. He got in a fight with the boss. found for, found out firsthand about the boss's ability. The boss and the boss did all of that damage to him. He yeah gave him that scar, cut off both his legs, and threw At him least. off. Yeah, threw him off a cliff to leave him for dead. Mm-hmm. Polnareff managed to survive though, and is has been waiting all this time for somebody to finish his original mission of killing the boss. Yeah. Um, But yeah. The division
0: of labor between Jotaro and Polnareff. One, they forgot Australia.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Two, it just doesn't seem fair. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Jotaro has to take care of three quarters of the globe. Yes. Also... And Polnareff, like,
1: What are your opinions on new art style Jotaro? I like it. Yeah? Yeah. The, like, reasonably proportioned Jotaro?
0: Yeah, I think it's fine.
1: And the, like, not fucking... Like, hulking monstrosity of a human being, like, that he was in part three.
0: I mean, I think that had its time and place in part three.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: But, like... It didn't. It didn't seem out of place here. It just seemed like, oh yeah, there's okay. Jotaro.
1: I mean, yeah, it is literally just like a shot of Jotaro.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: But yeah. So.
0: And like, it's not as bad as what they did to him in part four. Let's let's get one thing straight here. Oh my god. Like they made him. They made him look like a dad. <laughs> in in part four, he still looks like Jotaro in this in this shot.
1: <laughs> um so Doppio or I guess King Crimson has activated. Time mm-hmm. has skipped and Doppio is has disappeared. Yep. They're try they're freaking out trying to figure out what's going on, but Polnareff kind of realizes like ah oh, fuck, this ability again.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, um
1: so we see
0: and he is he is wondering how the boss got so close to him again because yes he took as many precautions as he could let's be real here
1: <laughs> yes um but yeah uh Doppio is coming up the stairs he walks behind a pillar and transforms into our first ever time seeing diavolo
0: the transition here was immaculate. It's very well done. He he is coming up the stairs and he is talking about this is a trial
2: mm-hmm. for
0: me to like conquer the errors of my past. Yeah. And King like while he's walking up before he hits the pillar, King Crimson is coming out behind him and there's that like glow around Dopio. And then he like the like walls like just disappear into space. Mm-hmm. He goes behind the pillar and he comes out as Diavolo. Yes. It is so good. It's very good. Um, Diavolo, I don't know what Araki was on this part, but like a lot of the character designs are just chef's kiss.
1: Yes, they are fantastic.
0: Diavolo, fantastic. Bucciarati and his like chest piece, incredible. Mm-hmm. Risotto and his whole deal. Wonderful. Yes. Mista, great. Trish, I love. What else can I say? What else can uh, I say? <laughs> you could probably name the rest of the characters Prosciutto. one by one. There we go. <laughs> Prosciutto, just so stylish. Mm-hmm. I'm done now. Are you sure? Yeah.
1: I can pull up the wiki. We can go no, through. It's fine. Okay.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, he. Freezes time again, but you can tell Polnareff has been waiting. He cuts his finger open to, like, check to see, like, the blood drops on his clothes. Uh-huh. And when they immediately jump up in numbers, he knows that time has skipped. He is able to react and cut the boss's arm. with Pretty bad. Yeah, with Silver Chariot. And even the boss is like that timing was immaculate. Like, if I had actually gone in for the kill, you pro- you might have actually gotten me. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did not, and Polnareff just gets smashed. Yeah. But not before he stabbed, he has Silver Chariot stab itself with the arrow. Yes. And then it ran away.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, Silver Chariot is now unhinged. (laughs) Yes,
1: we see, well, we see Polnareff, like, die. It does the little, like, you know, sparkle, like, soul leaving the body thing.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't quite finish.
1: Avdol didn't die twice for it to end like this.
2: (sighs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Avdol did not die two whole times for Polnareff to come back for like one and a half episodes and like not even really meet any of the stand band this time around. Yeah. Um To be fair, I do give him credit. He is the only person to have survived King Crimson. Yes. At least once. Well, only once. Yes. Not at least. Uh,
1: um But yeah, he 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 is dead. And we end the episode on a shot of silver. Ch- what is known as Sh- silver chariot requiem.
0: Yeah. Do, do they just call it chariot Re- chariots requiem?
1: I don't. I, I. mean, I assume that's just another translation difference. Okay. but I think mine was.
0: It sounds cooler.
1: <laughs> I, I. don't. Even it's know it's if
0: silver I, chariot requiem. That's cool.
1: Yes. Because that ties into episode 34. The Requiem s- quietly plays part one.
0: That's also cooler.
1: <laughs> Than?
0: A softly playing Requiem part one.
1: Yeah. Um, and. So Silver Chariot Requiem's ability is to enforce nap time.
0: Yay. <laughs> Everyone just gets um, a nice little nap. And uh, oh, you know everything is fine. Everybody
1: in Rome gets a nice little nap.
0: <laughs> Everyone um, is healed and good and energized um, and not in their bodies. Everybody lives, nobody dies. Au. <laughs> yep.
1: No, nothing bad happens this episode.
0: Nothing bad happens. This episode. <laughs> um. So. So yeah. this intro. Yes. Fuck.
1: It fucks, this, yes.
0: This, this intro now fucks. Yes. Because when... There's a part in the intro where there is blood dripping from a finger onto the ground. Mm-hmm. And we also... We see Doppio become Diavolo, like fully, in the intro for the first time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The blood drips onto the ground... The ground, like, breaks apart and becomes that, like, it, like, literally, it floats off into space again. Yes. Diavolo is circling Giorno. And he is monologuing in Italian, bruh.
1: Yeah, we get, like, the full, like, the <sighs> effect of King Crimson activating, like, the boo. And, like, this big, like, operatic music is playing as he does this monologue.
0: It's in Italian. Yeah. I don't know why that blew my mind, but like, whoo, whoo, it was cool. <laughs> A different fucking language? Are you kidding well, like, me? Okay, so the dialogue in this show is Japanese. I am reading the subtitles in English, mm-hmm. and th- this good dude is monologuing in Italian. Yes. Like, I already know two languages, technically. Mm hmm. We're, we're, I'm like bouncing around four corners in my brain here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just you know thought it was You who else cool? is
1: freaking out?
0: Oh my god. Mista and Trish.
1: Especially them, but everybody. Because it's Freaky Friday time.
0: Okay. I just, I need to, I need... When I watched this and before I realized that, that Mista became Trish and they swapped... Mm-hmm. I thought Trish was about to get so cool, <laughs> Rocky. Why did you? Why did you deprive me of this? Of gunslinger, badass Trish. <laughs> he, she could have just been like that. She could have just been.
2: She could have been
0: from the beginning.
1: But no, she just has to complain about how bad Mista smells.
0: <laughs> Confirmed, doesn't shower.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, what opportunities
1: okay. have they had to shower?
0: Yeah, it's been three days and, like, there's no bathroom in that turtle.
1: Literally, Butcherati <laughs> carved a fucking hole in a closet. I
0: know. I know. I watched that episode. Yes. but Are you sure? So, yeah. Okay. So, uh, Jorno wakes up and sees Trish, uh, like, take cover behind some rocks and start talking to him like Mista does. Mm hmm. She has, like, the gun and everything. And she tells him, well, Mista tells Jorno, who has swapped places with Narancia, <laughs> that he needs to get behind cover. Otherwise, he will be seen.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Narancia Giorno is confused because that's that's Narancia, not Giorno. Mista Trish realizes that He's like something is up because Giorno isn't acting like Giorno and his body is not the way he left it when he fell asleep. Yes. <laughs> um, Giorno and Narancho realize they've been swapped because Giorno has blood on his hands mm-hmm. and... Mista and Trish realize they've been swapped because they literally look at each other and say, Is that what I look like? (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. good. Trish, Trish starts in Mista's body, starts going like, Why did I have to switch with Mista? (laughs) And Mista's like, I am right here.
2: There's
1: dirt under my nails. (laughs) Like all, like just complaining like, about everything.
0: Like literally, like the the creature comforts of like self care mm-hmm. are not present on Mista, and Trisha's really like mad about it. Yes. <laughs> and then, Mista and Trisha's body has a very uncomfortable itch. Trish and Mista's body threatens to kill him if he scratches a similar itch again.
1: Yes, or opens his legs at all.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think the line is um, if you open your legs even a little, I'll kill you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just Mista in Trisha's body is fantastic, this, these episodes. Yes. I, I can't believe we didn't have this from the beginning. <laughs> so everyone realizes they've been swapped. Mm hmm. And. Uh, Jorno. Narancha? Georgia, Georgia, Narancha's body points out that Bujarati has not woken up. Yes. Um. And Coco Jambu <laughs> starts crawling up a pillar so that he can talk to the group. Mm-hmm. Coco Jambu switched with Polnareff. Tertnerff. Tert. Turtereff.
1: Turtereff.
0: Turtereff. Fantastic. I'm so glad Coco Jambu stuck around. Yeah. <laughs> I literally could not be happier that this turtle <laughs> is like a mainstay in this part.
1: <laughs> the real protagonist.
0: Yes. I love I love this funky little tortoise. So good. <sighs> yes. So Polnareff tells uh, the, the st- remaining stand band um, that he was defeated by Diavolo, the boss. Mm-hmm. The boss is a duo consisting of a kid who he doesn't know the name of and Diavolo. Yes. And the only reason he was able to like cling to life long enough to be swapped with Coco Jambu mm-hmm. is that he uh, injured Silver Chariot with the arrow which caused him to go berserk and swap everyone's bodies around. Yes. That's, yeah, that's the long and short of it. He discovered the arrow's power accidentally when he dropped the arrow behind a, like, dresser or something, and he had Chariot pick it up. Yes, when a stand... Chariot itself on the arrow. Yeah, when a
1: stand pierces itself with the arrow, similar to how when a person gets pierced with the arrow, they get a stand ability. When a stand gets pierced, it levels up, I guess, like, powers up, or just becomes, like, a new... It gets new abilities, basically.
0: Yeah, we were due for another like Hamon to Stans upgrade and I think this is great Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah he
1: so he does even not even Turtereff knows what Silver Chariot Requiem's ability is Mm mm-hmm Um, But yeah, he knows that basically it is there to fulfill his last wish of making sure that nobody gets their hands on the stand arrow. Yes. And because as we see, everybody has, like, their stands are supercharged. Like, they're faster, stronger. The gremlins are even more manic than they usually are.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> um, Aerosmith is uh, bigger, more powerful. Yes. I I don't know if anything happens to Golden Experience. Like, we don't really see it.
1: We're just kind of shown through, like, Narancia and Mista's stands that, like, everybody's stand is... Rejuvenate it stronger, like, enhanced by Silver Chariot and the body swapping, I guess. Yeah. But, as you mentioned, Butcherati has not gotten up. Mm-hmm. Um, they, He's taking
0: a longer nap than everyone else.
1: Yes. Deserves they, it. He starts to wake up, and they shoot him twice. butcher. No, is this after? Yeah, this, yeah, is, that's like, after. this is like way after. Um, um, but yeah, so basically they have to get this arrow back from Requiem in order to beat the boss because they'll need a power strong, like the stand arrow's power to beat the boss. It's the only thing strong enough. At yes. which point we see Chariot Requiem show up and... Uh, So does Diavolo, or Diavolo's body.
0: Um, Narancia, well, yeah, Narancia with Aerosmith sees someone running towards the Colosseum. Yes. This person has pink hair and no shirt.
1: It's Diavolo.
0: It's Diavolo.
1: Like, it's Diavolo's body.
0: Yeah, yes, yeah, it's Diavolo's body. And um, everyone gets ready to intercept who they think is the boss. Mm Mm-hmm. Before Polnareff says, wait a minute, he must have swapped bodies with someone. Mm-hmm. Look in the shadows. It is Chariot Requiem. Yeah. And then don't do anything because we need to see what happens. Like, he's not going for us. He's going for Chariot.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Diablo uses sticky fingers. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> The reveal is great on this. Yes. So good.
1: And yeah, that leads us into episode 35.
0: Yeah. Um, so I I thought that Dopio and Diavolo, before any of this, this scenery, the end of 34, I thought that Diavolo and Dopio had, like, switched dominant... I... Doppio had become dominant
2: mm-hmm.
0: and like was forced one reason or other, just like running to the Coliseum in Diavolo's body. Mm-hmm. And I thought Bucciarati was just like gone. <laughs> I also thought at before, um, Ikoko Jambu said he was Polnareff. I thought that Bucciarati was the turtle.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Th- those are just some things I, I, uh, thought. Okay. Before the end of this episode.
2: Yeah.
1: But yeah, no, it is Bucciarati in Diavolo's body. He yep. cuts off the hand of Requiem holding the arrow. Yep. But when they... Another
0: thing I want to say that came to my mind while watching these episodes the first time that I want to get in, like, right here,
2: mm-hmm.
0: is um, I still can't believe Fugo actually fucking dipped and they really just didn't bring him back yep. at all.
1: Yep. Yep. <laughs> We will talk about that a bit more on the next episode. Huh? About how Fugo just fucking dipped.
0: Yeah. He did. Yes. He was like, you guys are essentially my family, but fuck you. This is a suicide mission. Yes. (laughs) Anyway. um, I also, I did expect Diavolo to look more like menacing. Mm Mm-hmm but it does just make sense that like he would be dopio but a bit more like pointy Yeah Like he Yeah
1: that's that's accurate
0: Yeah like like dopio is very like soft Mhm in in character Yeah But Diavolo is not. Yes. I'm not explaining myself well at all.
2: No.
1: (laughs) But no, I know what you mean.
0: Like, they, they really do draw him to be, like, a literal, like, balding man in a crimson suit. Yeah. But that's not the case, and I think that's really, really good. Yes. Like, they make it very believable that... He he does have a dual personality in that like the changes are stylistic and and otherwise like subtle. Mm-hmm. Because when when Risotto and Polnareff were talking about like split personalities can um can like manifest in different bodily changes, I was like, there's no way this little kid becomes like an Italian bodybuilder. So I think I you know, I think the the misdirect on that was very good. Mm-hmm. So I have another question about chariot. Okay. Does
2: <laughs> You sound so sick of me? I'm not
0: Does the The arrow's power is to liberate stands.
1: Does Chariot, now that
0: he has the arrow, does he also do that?
2: I think the arrow's ability
1: is to, like, evolve a stand in a specific way to achieve a specific goal.
0: Yeah. Because,
1: I I was going to bring this up next time, but...
0: Oh no don't say anything
1: Well no like just as more of a recap thing But you figure I think they also mention that the arrow Activates its ability when Like in a time of Extreme stress because as I was going to say This is not the first Requiem stand We have seen What? A certain character That may have I don't know Bit the dust (laughs) If you catch my meaning.
0: (gasps) Explain right now.
1: Bites the Dust.
0: I know. Oh, oh, so Bites the Dust is just Killer Queen Requiem.
1: Yes, because you remember it's the exact same setup of... uh, kira was desperate to get out of the situation the arrow went in and gave him a new power to undo the situation he was in it fulfilled his like need his desperate need for like what he needed in that moment same with polnareff of he had this strong desire upon his death to prevent the boss from getting the arrow. So that's what the arrow did is it turned Silver Chariot into Silver Chariot Requiem, a stand that prevents people from getting the arrow.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. That is so cool. That is so cool. Yes.
1: All right. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I assume that is how, the arrow works is that it when pier- when it pierces a stand it grants it might not even always pierce the stand because it can only be activated in a time of crisis i guess mm. but i don't think that's specifically brought up enough to really be like it's not fully explained in jojo's That's just kind of my interpretation.
0: Yeah, dropping the arrow behind that uh, dresser was really a time of crisis for Polnareff.
1: (laughs) He really fucking needed to get it out from there.
0: I mean, yeah, but like, I would argue it's less of a crisis than what he's, he went through. Like he
1: said, for a normal person, it would not be an issue, but for him, it was quite the ordeal.
0: No, I get that. (laughs) (laughs) I do get that. I think the term crisis is being very liberally applied by both of us.
1: Yeah, and also like it did turn into the same stand. So I know it's not 100% accurate, but it seems okay. like at the very least that that is the theme that they have gone with. Okay. Because we only have two examples of this.
0: Got it. All right.
1: Um but yeah. Um he so when Bucciarati tries to take the stand arrow after cutting it from Chariot Requiem, Sticky uh-huh. Fingers attacks Diavolo. Like, the hand literally, co- the stand hand comes out of Bucciarati's, or uh, Diavolo's hand, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Bucciarati. Um, and, like, grabs him by the throat. And the same thing continues to happen with, like, the other people of Mista tries to shoot the arrow and a bullet comes from the side with one of the pistols being like
0: I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah, like,
1: out of its fucking mind.
0: <laughs> unhinged toddler.
1: Even more unhinged toddler.
0: Yes. Feral. <laughs>
1: um and yeah, they they're like well, I guess we can't get the arrow because it prevents stand users from grabbing it. Mm. Um, so, like, okay. And it might have been a little before, I don't know. But, um, body starts Yeah, this is up. after. Yes, Bucciarati's body starts waking up. And Bucciarati, in Diablo's body, is just like, you need to shoot my body now. Like, that's yep. probably the boss, you need to shoot it. Yep. So Mist it does. Um... Two two shots to the chest, just not. They could have gone for the legs, but
0: not super great. For yeah. b- well, 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 Bucciarati's body bleeds. Does it like liberally? Hmm.
1: I didn't notice that part.
0: Like. It is, it is a, a level of gore from an injury on Buterati that we have not seen since um, the boss, like, killed him. Interesting. Because, like, the gash on his leg only, like, drips a little bit. Mm-hmm. The fact that he breaks his wrist um, and, like, doesn't even notice it on the gear shift.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, there's no blood coming out of that wound two gunshots produced more blood than, like, a chunk of the man's wrist going missing. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah.
0: I don't know what to make of it. I really do not.
1: We might find out in the next four episodes. Who knows?
0: Yeah, we fucking better! (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, But yeah, so... Narancia violates the first rule of fighting in the climax of talking about what you're going to do when this is all over.
0: Yep. Um,
1: yeah. He's talking about like how he's going to have they fun. He's going to like hang out with Fugo.
0: They couldn't just let him have it. They really couldn't just let him have it.
1: No. Because Mista goes to reload his gun But it's like, he's out of bullets and he says to Trish, who's in Mista's body, like, hey, you have my bullets still. I need them. Trish goes to give Mista the bullets. Time skips.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: All of the bullets, the ludicrous amount of bullets to keep in a hat are (gasps) on the ground. It's in his boot. No, that that has to be both. There are a lot of bullets.
0: No, he says it's in his boot.
1: Whatever. It's... That's an uncomfortable boot. (laughs) Um, But yeah, time has skipped again. They realize that time has skipped. Mista starts freaking out about how uh, Trish only gave him four bullets. And he's not okay with that. And they're trying to figure out what happened during the time skip. And what happened was narancia got thrown into some like iron pipes or iron grates above them like impaled on them
0: yeah like through, it yeah, It through, like, looks like in the time skip the iron grates were like pried apart and narancia well jorno's body narancia's soul was like yes dunked on them
1: yes like through the chest through the face like
0: yeah, it's yeah. it's really like gruesome.
1: Yes. They um they cut him down, they heal Giorno's body, but Narantha is already dead.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this um This really got me in a way that like I didn't like expect I it i didn't expect it like i didn't i didn't expect that level of like honestly like violence
2: yeah
0: in in narancia's death yes um he was he was a kid he really like i know he's old he was older than giorno mm-hmm. but like
1: Yeah, like, they're, they are teenagers. It's important to not forget that.
0: Yeah. Like, it, it really hurt in a way that, like, Abakio's death didn't, like, Fugo leaving them didn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Like...
1: Yeah, we see Fugo again kind of, like, turn in a way of, like, realizing that something happened, even though he is not there.
0: Yeah, um... Cause they they have a scene where Jorno tries to heal him, mm-hmm. but ends up creating a husk again. Yes, and he says that he can like move back and forth between their bodies. Mm-hmm. So he ends up, he ends up healing his body and going back into his body and leaving Naranjas in the Colosseum and growing. Like, some flowers over it. Mm-hmm. Um, we see Fugo walking, like, down an alley or something. And he turns around, he looks up, like, almost like he missed something. And then we see a little shadow of an airplane fly over him. Yeah. And then um, we see a bird flying over the... The beach where Abakio died.
2: Yeah.
0: And like all of his, all of the flowers that Jorno made for his grave are still there.
2: Mhm.
0: It really got. It really, really. It's got really to well me. done. Look. It's super well done. <laughs> and like honestly, I don't know. It's it's really fucking me up in a way that like very few other fictional deaths have
2: yeah
1: yeah i get it um but yeah everybody is super confused on how that happened because nobody is around them like everybody yeah. up until this point was out like unconscious outside the coliseum nobody is near them king crimson has a range of like two to three meters so, not mm-hmm. even Bucharati's body lying down in the middle of the Colosseum could do that. So, they have no yeah. idea how King Crimson killed Narancha. Um, they go to start, they go to run to chase down Chariot Requiem because it is left, and people are starting to get up outside. Mm-hmm. Um, they go and run, and there's this cop. That has, um, they, a criminal has swapped bodies with a cop.
0: Yeah, so now the criminal is out on the street.
1: Yeah, as the cop. And it's just like, ooh. like He sees Trish and he's like, oh, I'm going to go harass this person.
0: Yeah. Worst he's like, mistake hey, of his life. He's like, hey, stop, you're under arrest. And Mista um, shoots him in the, in the mouth.
1: No Trish, hesitation.
0: Trish shoots him in the mouth. As Mister, yes, I am just upset, shocked that we didn't have this Trish from the beginning. <laughs> she would have been so much cooler, and yes. I already liked her. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, and then he handcuffs the cop through like his cheek to yes. a lamp post. Trish in Mista's body turns around and is like, is everything okay? Um, and... <laughs> uh, Mista in Trish's body says something like, oh yeah, I thought it was the boss. It's okay. We're good now.
2: <laughs> yeah, or we're fine. No.
0: Something. But um, yeah, it- we also kind of glossed over that before, like as they were leaving the Coliseum, to go follow chariot um they pass like some pillars yes and king crimson is in the shadow
1: in in like a genuinely kind of like uh, scary yeah. just like quick shot of it's unnerving
0: king crimson. um also polnareff does explain to them that there are two personalities in the boss mm-hmm. so who did dopio switch with we don't know. Where what's What had happened to Doppio's body?
1: We don't is know. Is King
0: Crimson just like out and well, about?
1: No, it's one body.
0: So King Crimson is just unhinged?
1: Yeah, there's no like, Doppio body. It's just Diavolo. As, you know, Bucciarati in Diavolo's body. Doppio's body is not out there separate from all this.
0: Oh fuck! Yeah. Oh fuck! They really just unleashed King Crimson. <laughs>
2: oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh no!
1: But yeah, like at the end of the episode, we get Polnareff who says, "Like, all right, I'm gonna try pick up this Stand Arrow because I don't have a Stand anymore." Um, he can pick it up, and he's like, "Quickly, you need to pierce yourself with it. Like, this is our one chance." Mister. Yeah, to Mista, like, pierce yourself with the stand arrow, because Chariot Requiem starts, like, sprinting straight towards, uh... Polnareff. Yeah, after they had, Turn like... Polnareff. After they had tripped it and had it, like... Dropped the drop arrow, and, arrow everything. and everything. the arrow and everything. And yeah, that's where episode 35 ends.
0: Jesus Christ this, These episodes start and finish In such wildly different places That I genuinely like I feel like I watched 10
1: Yes A lot happens Yeah so. And
0: hmm. I don't I feel like it's gonna be Like amplified in the last 4
1: Yes Let, let's, let's get your predictions On record 4 episodes left what are we 4 doing?
0: episodes left. I don't know, maybe Fugo does come back. Mhm. I feel like they just built up they like gave Purple Haze way too cool of a character design to be around for like half a part. Mhm. Um I honestly Does Jorno like become the main character?
1: Jorno <laughs> is the protagonist. Of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure.
0: <sighs> I know you say that, but like, he's had three solo episodes.
1: <laughs> he's.
0: Uchirati has had, like. He
1: is generous most of them. with his friends.
0: <laughs> he didn't know them four days ago.
1: He doesn't want to hog all the spotlight. Jesus. He's an undercover gangster.
0: Okay. Um. What else? I don't think bucharati is going to die mm-hmm. like period I know he like died, but I don't like something about the fact that those bullet wounds like bled like capital B bled
2: mm-hmm.
0: is like tipping me off to the fact that like because dopio was now in his body, he can switch like. You know, they can switch back and he will be alive. Because Diavolo is not dying. Mm Mm-hmm. And Doppio is not dead. Yes. Like, Bucciarati's... um, Like, Diavolo is probably just, like, an ethereal being at this point and they need to go to the astral plane to fucking fight him. I don't know. Um, anything
1: is possible.
0: Yeah, anything is possible, apparently.
1: <laughs> Boy howdy, is anything possible?
2: What are you what are you saying that for?
0: <laughs> I have to wait a whole day and a half to watch these episodes with you. It's true. And like I feel like if I keep thinking about it,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I'm gonna end up on the answer.
1: Statistically, if you just keep guessing, you will get it right eventually.
0: Yeah. Monkeys in a room typing on typewriters will eventually write Shakespeare. Exactly. I will eventually link up with Araki's vision for the end of part five. Mm -hmm. I... I don't know. Maybe... Like I genuinely think like King Crimson has become its own thing, mm-hmm, because like would would the lead of them finding out the boss's identity like really be thrown away like that? Who like knows? it's too it's too late to start from square one.: True. Does Jorno become the boss?
1: I'm sure that's what he hopes.
0: Yeah, I know what he hopes for. <laughs> he wants to be a gang star. He said that in episode four? Five? I don't know.
1: Like three, even.
0: But the,
1: I guess we're just gonna have to wait and find out.
0: I guess. <laughs> like...
1: With our final four episodes of JoJo's.
0: I'm very anxious to finish Jojo's Bizarre Adventure yeah. I like I do just kind of wish it was like a completed thing that we could go that we could keep watching
1: what like the the anime like all of it
0: yeah like I no I wish like
1: cause like the manga's not even done
0: I wish there was more.
1: It's true. I do, I, it started
0: in the '80s, though. Yeah. Like. Iraqi
1: takes a real long time.
0: Yeah. No, that's not the that's not the issue there. Like, I just. It feels like it should be this like Dragon Ball level production, that it isn't. Do you know what I mean? Kind like of? it feels like it feels like it should be this like vintage anime that like is done and like has a really big following, but like there's no more coming out, but there's more coming out
1: i hope. mean like Jojo's has never been like
2: yeah I think a lot cool. of the
1: reason like Dragon Ball is so popular as an anime is because like I grew up watching it on like. For Saturday morning cartoons. Like, it was. Yeah, this
0: is not a Saturday morning cartoon.
1: Yeah, no, I don't think even my parents would have let me watch, like, a dude getting paled in the face. Or, like, the incredibly violent fights that happen every episode. Mm hmm. Um, But, yeah, like.
0: I'm just trying to think. Was. Mm hmm. Did I watch stuff like that growing up? Not in animation because, like, that was off limits, but, like...
1: Actually, no, my parents definitely would have let me watch that. I was watching Saw when I was, like, 10.
0: I definitely watched, like, documentaries. So, like, I saw real-life stuff like this. Yeah. (laughs) But, like... I don't know what it is about it being animated that makes it so much, like... Worse? For, like, a Saturday morning cartoon type thing, I think... I don't know. Yeah. I also think, like, the plot lines go way too deep to be, like, a simple filler cartoon. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of, like, Saturday morning stuff. Yeah. I... I wish this part was longer. Yeah. Like, it feels like we really sped through it.
1: Yeah. I agree. I want more JoJo's. Yeah. (laughs) But we'll get our last little bit in two weeks. I'm
0: not ready to say goodbye to this part. Yeah? I think that's what it is. Yeah. It's like, I want to keep living in this world for just... For longer than four more episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, I... I think that the world building has finally, like, come to enough of a head... Yeah. ...that it feels, like, more solid mm-hmm. here than it has before. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really have a lot of, like, feelings about it. I can tell. <laughs> that I feel like we need to deconstruct after we actually, like... Finish mm-hmm. JoJo's. Um. And then. If there's
1: one thing that I always say, we still have a lot more fucking JoJo's to watch.
0: It's. Like an hour and a half.
1: A lot can happen in an hour and a half. That's an entire like... movie.
0: Don't put it in perspective like that. <laughs> um. I. I guess.
2: Yeah.
1: I will, I will be curious to see what you think of these last four episodes.
0: I am not going to dissect that statement any further, because I'm also curious to see what I think of these four episodes. I want to In my to memory, know...
1: I really like these last four episodes.
0: Okay. I feel like that has no bearing on whether I like this show or not. Like, it's just a genuinely good show to me.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs>
0: Um. But like I don't know I really don't know Yeah I think I am definitely gonna We can talk about it more After The The final four episodes But I think yes. there's gonna be A little bit of um. Like in In Theater mm-hmm. There's this thing called like Post-show depression <laughs> Yeah Where like this has been the thing that we've been doing for so long mm-hmm. that, like, it's going to leave a little bit of a void when we are not doing JoJo's. Yes. And I don't know if the final four episodes are going to be able to adequately carry that weight mm-hmm. to a conclu- to a satisfying conclusion. Yeah. Let's put it that way.
2: Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah.
0: Um, so, um, our next episode, yep. God, is going to be the last four episodes of the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure anime.
1: It's been a long road.
0: Um. It's been like a whole year. Yes. <laughs> like this time last year, we were finding out that Joseph was the new Jojo in our second episode. Yeah. So um Yeah. Yeah. It's it's been a journey. It's been a so,
1: it's been an adventure.
0: It has. Um we're going to finish finish up Jojo's next episode. That's yes. going to be episode 31 of the podcast.
2: Mhm.
0: And episode 32 um will be a brief little it's probably not going to be brief I'm not going to lie to you um it's going to be a recap of what we thought of JoJo's as a whole mhm um and especially me like looking back on it yeah and then um we will be back in 2021 <laughs> with the second season of our podcast Yes. Um, Different anime. Different anime. I get to pick this time. Um, Yeah, we'll do more details at the end of our recap episode. Yes. Um, Because I I think I know what I want to do, but I am bouncing a couple of choices around in my head. Okay. So. Okay. This um, was maybe our longest episode. Definitely. We will be back in two weeks mm-hmm. with episodes thirty six to thirty nine mm-hmm. of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Golden Wind. Do your homework for the last time this year. We'll see you in two weeks. Hey, have you thought about the the fact that our this podcast has taken place mostly in quarantine? Has it? Yeah
1: wild get back to